0: Hare Krishna, today is all about getting to the Olympics. Not only getting to the Olympics, but making sure whatever we set our goals to do, which is to cross that finishing line, that is the goal. So we are transcendental Olympians. Let's take the Olympic trainer. Try to put your head and heart into someone who so wants to get to the Olympics. Olympics are every four years, if I remember rightly. And I've known and heard stories of people who have tried to get to the Olympics and they missed it and they had to wait another four years. So let's put ourselves in that same position. Many lifetimes we have tried to approach Krishna. We are like those Olympians who really want the goal. And yes, they want it. So what happens if someone suddenly says, I want to get to the Olympics? I want to cross that finishing line. I want to do it in this time. I want to win. Then what do they have to do? What's the first thing they have to do? They have to understand, I have to have a disciplined program mapped out on a daily basis to get to that goal. And most people who are heading for the Olympics, not all, but many of them are living with their families or they have families or they're having to work. You know, it's not paying their their bills and everything. They may have some sponsorship, but basically they have lots of distractions. So much complexities like everybody else in their lives, dealing with their own health issues, financial issues, home life issues, relationship issues, all the things we as Bhakti Yogis Have to deal with but they set their sights on that goal and they get a coach and a mentor and that coach and mentor keeps them on track just imagine the distractions being an olympic going going for the olympics imagine as those years go by and you have to get up in the morning whether you like it or not you know to be successful i have to be above average i have to get out of bed even when it's raining and do that training If I am not persistent and consistent in my training and my habits on a day, I will not make it or qualify for the Olympics and I will not cross that finishing line. This is the mindset we wanna have as Bhakti yogis. We are not wanting to be mediocre and average. We don't wanna be drifters in Bhakti. We have to understand we are going to the Olympics, the Transcendental Olympics, which we wanna get across that line. And the successes no repeated birth and death and pure love and devotion to krishna so duty duty means having to apply yourself to principles and activities and habits on a daily basis whether you feel physically or emotionally um, well enough to do it whether you feel like doing it or not you understand that emotions and physical upsets are nothing to do with where you want to head they are just things that happen that come and go and you have to push through you have to go beyond those things and successful athletes and and sports people this is what they train themselves to do by developing the mindset so yes we have to do our duties we have our battles uh, in the gym, the gym of being in a family, dealing with a spouse, dealing with children, the ups and downs, the turmoils, the difficulties. Of course, there's pleasures and, 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 and great times in marriage and, and in relationships, but you have to stick to your daily, daily program because we are Olympians. We don't want to lose sight of the goal if along those four years do you think that Olympic athletes and people like that don't think to themselves, "Why am I doing this? How long can I do this?" but what do they do? They have to turn back to their why the why power what's your why? think about that as a devotee what's your why why what's motivating you to get up in the morning? Why are you chanting Hare Krishna why? That's why we really have to focus on what the services we're doing, for the, which, which is springboards from our attentive chanting. When we wake up and we put everything into the chanting, we need to be excited about the fact we have a service opportunity. We have some practices, a, an arena to start developing the perfection of devotional service. When an athlete goes out and trains, it's an opportunity for them to better themselves and move forward and perfect the art of whatever sport they're doing. So when they go to the Olympics, they can just cruise across that line with full faith, full trust and faith and belief that it's completely possible. So our daily practices and habits of the chanting and the sadhana have to be linked, what to? Your goal and vision of your daily habits. You gotta chant in the morning for like, yes, I'm gonna do the daily dressing today. I'm gonna to do food offerings today. I have got the opportunity to, you know, educate my children about Krishna for some time. Or I get to go to the temple. I get to go on Harinam. I'm gonna do some book distribution. I'm gonna contact an old friend who's not in Krishna consciousness and add value to them. And and yeah. I'm gonna talk about this in another podcast. How to add value to people that's not directly Krishna conscious. So they begin to like you and build a relationship and think, wow, what a nice person. And then they naturally start to inquire into your bhakti. I think a lot of us as householders and working people, we, we've just got this kind of, the only time that we can really preach is on a arm, doing books, and push distribution. and distribution. Other than that, I go to work, I stay detached, that's it. But actually, I wanna, I'm really, really passionate about this idea that, this truth that if we actually grow ourselves into being really competent people on all levels and we just want to add value to people, we want to show character, no matter what it is. If you look at Shura Prabhupada, how he dealt with all types of people, he added value. He was always courteous, kind, gentlemanly. Of course, on the Vyasa sand, he was like a lion, like his spiritual master, but off he was very caring. In the early days in in the Bowry. He would give his classes and he would sit for hours talking to guests about their job, their family life, for hours, just talking shop, adding value, listening, taking a genuine interest in people. People are attracted to who we are, not what we have. When they see, oh, this person is really positive, thriving, excited. They're going somewhere. Wow. they And they, and they really... Pay attention to me. They they just want to add value to me. What is it that they've got? And it doesn't matter what you got in your hand; they will want it. So that's a side point that I'm going to talk about. But in terms of today, thinking of the Olympian, being the Olympian for Krishna, and understanding when we hear about chapter three about how he even Krishna comes and sets the standard of duty. Otherwise, common men will follow and be be misled and cheated. Krishna sets standards of duty. Because in the material world, in karma yoga, in that chapter, even materially, if you want something, you have to follow certain laws and principles that some materialists have kind of figured out to some degree, not holistically. But they understand that if you want a result, you have to do an austerity. You have to be persistent and consistent with it. You have to sacrifice. You have to get over your mind and body. You have to uh, have pangs and pains and pressures. You have to have discipline and sense control in any field of life, whether you want a degree or you want to, you have to control yourself to some degree to get a result. So these, we need to do that for the right reason. The stages before we have taste, before we actually have genuine attraction on the on a deep level where material affairs mind and body fade into significance we really have to cultivate and understand we're in a process of sense and mind control and discipline with duty duty is an ugly word in the west we hate it (laughs) judy oh where's the love in judy (laughs) even the successful entrepreneur knows that love without commitment. Love without duty just comes and goes, just like the wind blowing the clouds. It has no real substantiality. Commitment. So duty and commitment go together. Committed to your goals, committed to your daily practices. And that requires belief. You have to Get the support of the guru and devotees and hearing from the apparent by associating with Prabhupada through the books, reading, chanting, and really relishing and thriving with your service opportunities. Going to work is a service opportunity if you're going there enthusiastic, confident, because it's providing you with a home that can be Krishna conscious, and you have an opportunity to add value to others when you get there pay compliments to people. People are so down, people are so negative, people are feeling so low that just someone coming in and saying, wow, you look, you're really good at doing that. You look, Wow, you look really great in what you're wearing. Wow, you've got a great skill set there. I really love it when you do that. Pay compliments to people, add value, no matter how small and how, what level is on, add value to people. This will you will start to contrast yourself. It's the law of contrast. In an environment, people are not doing this. And if you do it, you will stand out. The contrast and people will then ask you, what are you doing? What is it about you? What have you been up to? Certain people will be attracted to you because people are looking for people who are actually happy, confident, and have a goal and purpose in their life. So the Olympians, we need to have the Transcendent Olympians we are, we need to have that daily program of when we're chanting, we really need to have the attitude of how fortunate I am to be able to chant today, even though it's not perfect. In fact, I have so far to go with my chanting. Yet, the reciprocos- the re- reciprocation from Krishna is that as you go about your day, you see it all as service, as a service opportunity. We wanna add value to everybody. We don't wanna have this us and them. Yes, we don't give, take association. We, we, know, we you know, we don't reveal our mind in confidence, but you can have friendships with people, especially by adding value to them. Of course, you've always got the secret weapon of taking prasadam and take them some, some prasadam, food offered to Krishna. But duty is key today, and I want you to think, yeah, I mean, athletes, people wanna to go to the Olympics, it takes years to get there, and they have a regimen and they understand there are certain laws and habits and discipline that need to be applied to get the result. Why am I so hung up, it's so hard in bhakti? It's life. It is life. Even if you left Krishna consciousness, you have to do these things one way or another if you want to get a high degree of success in anything. We have to get this really deep into our psyche. Maya is going to make you work. Why don't we work Hard for Krishna. So this meditation, I think is really important. It's helped me sort of understand that it's not just in Krishna consciousness and bhakti yoga that people are doing these kinds of austerities who are overcoming themselves in terms of emotions and physicality, that there, there are people out there who are. As a, I just had a, a seminar some weeks ago The woman called he's got a book out called relentless lisa from new zealand and she she's an ultra um marathon person and she ran through across the himalayas for three days even through the night and the storms and you know it's mo you know it's it's in the mode of bashing but you know she just relentlessly pushed herself beyond the mind and body to to levels that you know just was shocking but she was determined of course not for the greatest reason (laughs) But she was showing people that if you really put your mind to it, you can go beyond all this mind and body, even materially. And we don't have to go to such extremes. So we can't be whingers. And I've mentioned this before that in um, another podcast that whinging, or in, as my coaching calls uh, with Thriving Bhakti, those who are part of the membership, part of the part of the the community with the ingredients for helping us really thrive in Bacti and apply these principles together. In um, the coaching course, mentioning whinging and complaining are opportunity destroyers. It's clouding our vision. Whinging complaining, what it whinging and complaining doesn't help anything. It doesn't help us at all. It doesn't add value to anyone or anything. So that's so important. We have to move quickly out of these states and get back on track. But today, let's think about being transcendental Olympians. And as I said earlier, some people have gone to the Olympics, got sick or something happened and they missed it. Did they give up? You see, they went back again and sometimes three times before they got the gold medal that they wanted. Three times. Imagine twelve years of their life, their whole youth, while working, studying outside of what they do, outside of all their obligations and all their trauma, family traumas and financial crisis and all whatever they have within their life. They have kept this goal, and they've put it in there. They've made time for it. They've committed. They've alloc- allocated priorities to make sure this has happened. So. Let's do that for Krishna. Let's do that for our own. It's not just just for Krishna, it's for you. (laughs) It's for you, it's it's in your interest. Krishna doesn't need anything. It's in our interest to please Krishna. It's in our interest. It's for us, that's the goal. It's our self-interest to connect with the self of the self. Oh, I'm just pleasing Krishna. Krishna doesn't need pleasing. We please Krishna because that becomes a joy for us. We are we relish in His enjoyment. It's our it's our investment. It's our Bitcoin. It's our crypto. You know, it's like whatever. You know, it's like investing in pleasing Krishna is investing in you. Rather than think, so this is really important to meditate on. So I encourage you all from this moment forward be that Olympian, Judy. Understanding duty is performing habits, whether I feel like it or not, because I know where I wanna go. I know where I wanna be happy. And all I've gotta do is stick to this and get to that finishing line. I've gotta get to the Olympics and I'm gonna cross that line. Crossing that line means the end of repeated birth and death. It means living in pure joy and love. Let's get to that finishing line. Prabhupada said, finish your business. Finish your business in this life. I was explaining today in a class at my ashram here that actually I don't know the exact figures. It doesn't really matter, but you get the point. But, you know, if we live for 70 years, times that by 365, maybe I could do the maths right now. So what's uh, 365 times 70? We only have 25,000 days to live on average. We think, when you think about it, how many days do I have till the Olympics, (laughs) till death? Because the Olympics represent death. The crossing that line is graduation. Will we get gold, silver or bronze? That's the question. 25,000 days. Well, I'm 50. So I'm two thirds of the way through already. So let's take off uh, two thirds of 25. roughly 8,016 so take 16 I've only got 9,000 days left if I actually get to 70 of those 7,000 days or 9,000 days how many of them are going to spend sleeping at least a third so that's 6,000 days how much of those times are going to spend in the bathroom cooking working um health um take off another 3,000 So, that we're down to like 3,000, 4,000. So, that's 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 all we really have. That's all we really have right now. We only have maybe 3,000 days in total to actually chant and perform devotional service or activities of transcendence. Think about that. If you're half my age, 25, okay, you may have 6,000 days. That's it, 6,000 days. In Satya Yuga, you only have. You live for much longer, and it takes so much longer for enlightenment tens of thousands of years. But just 3,000 days, you can obtain perfection. So, those like try to see those four years of going to the Olympics just 3,000 days. In fact, four years is 1,400 days. (laughs) So, put things in perspective. So, every day, focus put your priorities right, get a vision for your life, and and also reminding you that every day when you're chanting, the things you do in the day, your work, and how you're dovetailing those into support your bhakti, that's your devotional service. That has to enliven you. Awesome, so I'll leave you with this uh, these thoughts, and let's become dutiful, understand duty in terms of being like an elite athlete having to get up when it's raining, having to get up when it's cold, doing all those things, knowing through proper guidance and mentorship, not getting distracted, not making excuses, that you get up and you do your duties, knowing that each day is leading towards that Olympic day where you are going to cross that finishing line and you're going to get a gold medal. Hare Krishna.